Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. to Daylight podcast for a while. Um, My name is Todd Burrows. I'm your host. And um, I say the last for a while because the news came out uh, this morning. I was on satellite radio and I had to call it a job, a gig, whatever you want to call it with TQE, the Quant Edge, um, being hired as their lead best ball analyst. So <clears throat> a little sad, uh, you know, Run to Daylight's been my baby and just sitting here the last few minutes thinking of all the great guests I've had over the years. But I'm sure that most of, or all of them are going to end up uh, playing a big part on the new podcast. So uh, I thought I'd take um, a, a chance to say goodbye to Run to Daylight for a while <clears throat> and to let you guys know what's going on with TQE. I haven't done a lot of potting lately. Work's been interesting to say the least. And as you get older, it is harder to, um, yeah, we do. Yeah, they're in there. All right. I got to close your mic, Noah. Um, so, um, let me get to, sorry, folks. should have done that before the pod. All right. So I wanted to go through a lot of what you can expect if you spend money for the uh, Run to Daylight podcast. I'm sorry, Run to Daylight. The TQE best ball product. I'm going to run through a bunch of my ideas, my thoughts. And about 10 minutes in, I'll let Dan Williamson on. And then um, – Noah uh, Rudell will also be joining us. He'll be doing stuff on the podcast. Um, So we'll get to a bunch of that stuff. And uh... Sorry, I can't do three things at once. I I used to be able to. I guess I'm getting old. All right, so thought number one, TQE, what's it going to be? Well, the short version, it's going to be all about best ball by best ballers for best ballers, meaning both the obvious and, you know, we want to know what you want the product to be. That's the way I kind of work. Anyone who's been on the pod know um, I, I care about the listeners and I want you guys to be involved. So um, as I go through a lot of the elements that you might have liked about Run to Daylight are certainly going to come with us. Uh, The people who were featured characters last year with Best Ball, a lot of them have been invited along to come as well. So um, 
you know, my journey, as a lot of people know, I've talked about it before. I was just a guy like all of you who had a lot of success in fantasy football and thought that I would come and just dominate uh, DFS and best ball. And it didn't happen. Um, but I was determined to learn and to do better. And I invited all of you on my journey. And I continue to um, invite people in uh, to come along on the journey. So it's going to be very interactive. Um, and I, that's the main thing I want you to know is that this podcast is about best ball. It is by guys who are high-volume best ball players. We're not just people who theorize, you know, we put our money where our mouth is. We, you know, whether it's small stakes, medium stakes, high stakes, I did over 200 best balls last year. Um, the guests, a lot of them, if not all of them, are guys who do volume. And, you know, we all share our thoughts and our, our, our wins and our losses and honesty is very important to me and integrity of the product. So uh, without getting too crazy on that uh, angle. So last two years, I've had a lot of success, uh, especially on Fanball. Uh, two years ago, I also crushed FFPC. Um, but, you know, draft has been growing. So last year, I worked for Fanball. And, I, you know, I, they were great to me. I enjoyed it a lot. It's my core competency. I had a 40% win rate there last year. But I felt, I, I hate to say stifled, because they didn't do anything to stifle me. Um, not, uh, you know, again, they were wonderful, the best people. Um, but, you know, I just love best ball. And so I didn't do too much in other spots, but where I did play draft, I didn't do that well. Um, in that big tourney they did, though, I did six of them, and I had three second places, so that was kind of frustrating. So my point, though, is that my journey continues. I think that I've got fanball down pretty well. I'm always still open to learning, and we're going to dig deep into fanball like we did last year. Um, but we're also going to dig deep into the other two sites. And I guess that what that means is we're going to be doing more than one pod some weeks, and we're going to have to focus on different elements. So one of the things you're going to find with this podcast is we're going to have segments. So I'll have a main guest on, and we're going to have a pay element behind the paywall, all of TQE's podcasts, for the most part, are behind a paywall. Uh, but what I want to do is we're going to have a free element for everyone and a pay element. And I, I think you need that. I think, you know, you need the exposure of having a free element. Now, some weeks that will mean a full podcast that's just free. Other weeks, maybe I'll have a guest who, instead of doing a half-hour pod, will do an hour pod and we'll do the first half, and we'll find a natural break, and we'll take the second half behind the paywall. So um, you, you're going to expect that. Now, the best news is that this whole product is only going to cost you uh, $30 if you join now. And with a code, BESTBALL, <clears throat> at the Quant Edge, 
you get $10 discount. You also get a discount if um, if you want all the stuff that TQE offers, you can get a discount on their monthly rate with the code BESTBALL. Uh, very easy to remember, obviously. So <clears throat> that is, um, you know, important. So back to draft. I, you know, I don't feel like I know that. And so we're going to have guests on. Mr. Mean Mode is going to be coming on shortly. He's an expert over there. And, you know, I just don't get the half PPR versus the full PPR, the ins and outs, roster construction. I mean, I really was shooting blind last year, and my results showed it. So uh, my journey of learning continues. You all are welcome to come and join and let's figure this out together and, and crush some best balls and try, and try and get some big wins as well as grinding out day-in, day-out uh, wins. Um, next thing I want to talk about real quickly is sponsors. If you're one of the big three websites or another website that does best ball and wants to be a bigger site and you want to get to a pod that is about best ball, by high-volume best ball players designed to be for best ballers. Um, we are looking for sponsors. If you want me to do an ad read for you, um, it ain't going to be expensive. I'll tell you that. So reach out if you're interested. I am interested in a sponsor for this one. Um, I gave you guys the code. And once you get in, DM me uh, on Twitter and I'll help you to find the chat. Um, I got a, you know, there's a place on there with all the chats, and then you can log in. Um, so if you do join, let me know. So I, I kind of highlighted that some of the other people who've been frequent guests are going to come with me on this. And uh, Dan Williamson and Mike C. Oliva, uh, overhyped sleeper on Twitter and Mike C. Oliva on Twitter are both going to be at least monthly guests. They're also welcome to write some articles. And Noah Rudell, who is already with uh, TQE, is going to be a frequent guest. On top of that, um, one of the things that I'm real excited about is Dr. Jeffrey Budoff has agreed to come on and do segments. So most of that will be behind the paywall. Really important that we understand injuries and when guys are likely to come back and have a real doctor interpret the news. So the doc will be in, and he'll be in a, a regular contributor with 10 to 15-minute segments <clears throat> where we're reviewing all the injuries. Um, if you're a high-stakes uh, you know, guy and you have uh, some ideas, that's the other thing. This is going to be really interactive. So I'm open to ideas. Throw them at me. I can't promise I'll do everything, but what you guys uh, want is going to be important. So um, Dan is on waiting for me to finish talking uh, patiently, and uh, we'll get to him in a minute. Mike I didn't hear from today, but uh, you know, both of those guys are going to be regulars. We did last year a monthly ADP recap and it's going to be even more fun this year because we'll be doing it for three sites and you know I, I plan to have this be a little bit of a cast of characters revolving around me and those guys are going to be regulars you know both of them are just super smart 
and, you know, I feel like all three of us bring the same attitude of just wanting to learn and get better and respecting each other. And I, I, I hope that that's fun to listen to uh, because that's what I would want. Uh, I know it's what I want when I listen to other pods. So, <clears throat> all right, what else can you expect from the pod? Uh, puns. Frankly, you're going to get a lot of puns, and you're going to be – some of them will make you laugh, and some of them will want to make you throw a shoe at me through the Internet, but um, you're going to get a lot of dad jokes. I'm sorry about that. Um, lastly, tools. Um, tools, you know, we're going to talk next. Once I get Dan on, we're going to go through um, – and Noah, we're going to go through each of the uh, – things that we're going to be doing, and then we're going to ask them about what they're going to be bringing to the table with their own parts of the puzzle, uh, non-podcast as well. Um, but, you know, I feel like, you know, TQE is known for its tools, and we're going to, we're going to start out being behind, and that's why we're only charging 20 bucks uh, right now for the service for the whole year because we don't have a lot of the tools but we're going to get them and once we get them for this year you know once you pay your 20 bucks as we add things it's just included with the service but you know i i find i try and have an everyman approach and what do i mean by that you know i'm not real good with numbers i mean some of these guys who are phenomenal with numbers and I feel like a lot of times they're talking to the audience like people are as smart as they are. And I'm not that smart when it comes to numbers. Frankly, I'm just not. And so tools are only as good as the person who explains them. So even non-numbers people can get something out of numbers because numbers are important. Even if you're good at watching tape and you have good instincts and you know, I think I'm really good at all the other parts that can make you successful. Numbers are important, and we don't want to ignore them. And I want to help whether you're really good at numbers all the way down to someone who's like myself who struggles with them. I want to help you guys to interpret numbers and to make them part of your process. So with that in mind, we're going to get to the things that we'll have on the site, and I want to introduce first Dan. Dan, are you there? I am. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing good. Uh, welcome aboard. I'm I'm so excited that you agreed to come with me. Well, I'm I'm very uh, excited that you you asked me to come. I've I've really enjoyed working with you in the past. Um, as you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm just you know I do a ton of best balls, just as many as I can, and uh, you know I know we share that addiction um, and. So it's always great to talk with you and with Mike and with some of the other people. I know that you're lining up as well. Um, you know, we, we converse quite a bit on Twitter, um, but it's it's just kind of a different experience when you can talk about it live and, uh, you know, just really get in depth on things. And I really enjoyed uh, what we were doing last year. I think it was very helpful, not only to myself, but uh, hopefully to the people who listened as well. Yep, and I know that you're also uh, branching out and doing some other things. Why don't you tell us about your new project? Okay, yeah. Um, I've just recently started uh, co-hosting a podcast called The Goat Cast, um, and it is a 
mostly uh, dynasty and uh, dynasty trade centric podcast. But um, JD, who um, is my is the host on the podcast, um, he is also really big into best ball as well. And uh, so we have done some very good guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a we've great done, guy. We've done, yeah, we've done some uh, some best ball talk on that podcast, uh, and we will continue to do that. We're going to be having Todd on as a guest in uh, just a, another week or two here. Um, I guess it's probably going to be next, well, almost next week, about ten days or so. We'll have Todd on, um, and we're really looking forward to that too. Uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun uh, just getting on there talking with Dynasty and um, and I, I I like the the kind of incongruity of Dynasty and Best Ball, but I think they kind of inform each other a little bit too. Dynasty keeps you focused on the talent, and Best Ball keeps you focused on the price. So uh, the two really do go well together. Well, there's two ways to play Dynasty. You, you, you're either going for it this year or you're going for it in the future. So best ball really, you know, helps you a tremendous amount as it relates to if you're a contender and you're trying to win the money this year. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of congruity there. Um, so um, you can find Dan on Twitter. Dan, give him your Twitter handle. If you're not following Dan, you, sh- you know, fix that. I-, I know there's a little something with the spelling. Yes, yep. So it's at overhyped sleeper so that's all one word and the the final e is dropped because there aren't enough characters so <laughs> it's at overhyped sleeper spelled s l e e p r and I'm the character so you know oh, yes yes, sorry, we, there, yes. There goes, there, there there's the first pun and it wasn't a very good one so i i want to bring in um uh, another person who is going to be on the pod at times and doing a lot of work on site Noah Rudell. Noah, did I say that right? Cricket. All right, well, I threw it to him, and he wasn't there. Let me just send him a message. All right, so what we'll do now is we will uh, go through some points of things that we're going to do on the pod, and... uh, and we'll talk about them. So, uh, I mentioned, Dan, that we're going to be doing two types of pods, free and behind the paywall. What did you think of that concept? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good concept. I like, uh, you know, I, you know, this is really designed to be a behind the paywall podcast, but I really like the fact that you're going to be putting parts of it out there for free. Um, I, I think it's important to, uh, you know, help reach more people and i think it's also important to just kind of give back a little bit uh to the you know the or the fantasy community and uh the best ball community and um have some things out there for free yep i agree uh that was really important to me as we uh did that so i should say with a caveat not all of these things i've cleared with elliot but He's, you know, one of the things I'm super excited about is Elliot Christ, who is uh, runs a lot of, if not the whole uh, TQE. He is just the nicest guy. I mean, really knows his football. Elliot will be joining us. We're going to talk a lot about rookies. Um, I had him on three times 
last year and each, you know, they're just great. You know, that's what's so exciting is that everyone's great and uh, they're going to let me do a lot of what I want to do. So um, I talked then about we're going to do reviews of all the three main sites and their differences, um, both in podcasts and in articles behind the paywall. Um, you know, when it, basically just my, you know, a little bit more on the free versus the pay side. The free side is going to be more light music, and behind the paywall is going to be more deep music. So let's say I get a really important guest from the industry. Well, but we're not going to talk a ton of best ball. Um, we're going to interview him, or maybe I'll get a, a, a best ball expert, but, and I'm just going to interview him. That, that might be on the free side. But if we take um, someone's article and we break it down, or we do an ADP uh, episode where we're really digging into the values and the picks and things of that nature, that's kind of how I envision the stuff behind the paywall so that the people who pay their money get their money's worth. Um, that kind of jibes, I imagine, with what you think how it should work, correct? Oh, okay. Yep. I wasn't sure if you were here. Correct. I, Noah? I, I think I, there's a Noah sighting. Noah? 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 Are you in the ark? All right. I, I don't think he is there. All I, right, I, good. I don't think he's flooding you with responses. No. So um, it's floating me with a response. Boom. All right. So, yep. Yeah, the dad um, humor the, works the, both ways here, so just so you know. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we're going to have a chat, and uh, Dan and myself and Elliot and Noah, and there's also already a bunch of really cool guys on TQE. We'll all be in chat answering your questions, so chat um, is good. Uh, tools to come. I mean, basically, if Mike Beers had it, I'm going to try and get um, Elliot to make it. You know, all the sites, the breakdowns, the ADP, the you know, all that stuff I hope to get. I can't promise how much we'll get this year. Um, if you want to join the community uh, for the 20 bucks this year, you come knowing that um, there's no promises there. But the goal is to get you guys the best tools in the industry. Um, so there's that. Um, you know, Dan, one of the things that I've always done a lot of in the past is, I, I think you know this, I've, I've given a lot of people their first podcast. You do know that, right? Yep, Absolutely. And it's something that really matters to me. You know, I remember listening when I first got here into the industry and just thinking, I could do that. Boy, no one really, you know, you kind of get that attitude like no one listens to me. You know, I'm smart and I would like to do a podcast. Well, what we're going to be doing for all our subscribers is monthly. And this is at a minimum. Monthly, we're going to do a drawing where if you're a subscriber, your name's going to be in the hat, and if you're picked, we're going to get you on the pod to talk best ball for 15 minutes. And I've never heard of a site doing that, actually giving the members a chance to come on. It could be anything from asking us questions to talking about your journey, your strategies, 
Um, I do that a lot with the Scott Fish Bowl, and it's always a lot of fun for me, and it really is very, very inspirational for the people who uh, do it. So um, I think we have another guest um, popping in. Let's see if it's who I think it is. Hello, this is the Run to Daylight pod. Who's this? Hello. This is Noah Rudell. How are you doing, Todd? Oh, hey, Noah. What's going on? Oh, just starting on a model, getting some uh, some numbers put together, having some fun. It, it, like Giselle Bunchen nice. model? No, no, as in a numerical model, as in downloaded ah. statistics from the entire NFL season, and I'm assembling it all together into baseline projections for each team. So it's going to be fun. Oh, wow. I can't wait to see that. So that that's going to be part of the best ball content. Yes. So what I'm looking at doing, basically, you have what you think each team's going to do or what they've done in the past, and then any changes that they make, offensive philosophy, uh, coordinator positions, anything like that, you can look at it and then divide up, you know, the way that you think that their plays are going to be called. And then uh, so you end up with passing attempts numbers, rushing attempts numbers, and then you kind of build out how much of that pie goes to each player. So it's fun. It's fun. I do it every year and uh, use it for my best ball, and it's been uh, it's been pretty successful in the past. So. Oh, I can't wait it. to see that. And and would you honor us once that's done, coming on and, and helping us to understand it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's great. Absolutely. So uh, Noah was, uh, you know, one of the guys who's worked with TQE before, and uh, it is a very numbers-based site, so I promised you that we would have some numbers and quicker than we thought. So um, real excited, Noah, to have you on. So what we're doing is I'm going through some of the different things that we're going to offer as part of the service. And um, then I'll throw it to Dan or you to get your thoughts, depending on which one it is. So I was just talking about how we're going to be doing a monthly drawing so that um, the subscribers, the, the subscriber who wins gets a 15-minute spot on the podcast and how it was something that I, you know, I've never seen any other service do. And I think, it, you know, if I was a member, you know, it's, I, I kind of try and live by the whole do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I know that's something that would really be like, like I'm, I've been with Daily Roto for years. I would love a shot to, you know, just jump on what, their pod. Uh, so anyway, what any thoughts on that? I, I think that that would be a lot of fun for people that are interested in that kind of thing. I, I think if you do it as a random drawing, that could be interesting. I don't know about, you know, that versus, having uh, people that volunteer, basically, um, you can select when you subscribe saying that you'd like to be entered in for that because I don't know if every subscriber is going to want to be on, but I think that there's definitely some that will. Yeah, well, if they win, uh, we'll, uh, we'll ask them. And if they're not interested, we'll pick again. That's, that's not too uh, yeah, that stressful. Too. So uh, another idea I came up with is, you know, one of the things about chat that can be, I won't say annoying, but, you know, you show up and you feel sometimes like you miss some of the best stuff. Um, 
I talked to Elliot about this, and he and he's really uh, on board with it. We're gonna we're gonna create a Google spreadsheet, and each one of the analysts, Noah, myself, Dan, Mike, Elliot, we're all going to have the ability to go and put our thoughts into this spreadsheet. It'll be broken out first by division, and then by team, and then by player. And you can, you know, like if I think that uh, the value on draft right now on a certain player is phenomenal or someone's being overdrafted, I'm, I can put in a note with the date, and it, and it's going to be there. So, you know, you might miss chat for two days, but you can go. It's almost like being able to find all our tweets or, or the key things that we think about people. Um, so uh, that that's a, that's another concept that I came up with that I haven't seen before. Dan, any thoughts on that? No, I think that's a great idea. I do a lot of, uh, you know, I I just basically have a, a couple Word and Excel files going where I'm constantly just dropping notes to myself. Uh, you know, it might be uh, something related to, you know, a player's statistics. It might be related to draft strategy or roster construction or whatever. You know, and depending on what format it is, uh, it'll either go into my my Word notes or my Excel notes. But you know, I think it's really critical to you know kind of keep track of those those little gems. And as you're keeping track of them, they they really add up. You know, and you can uh, you can get a lot out of it, and it's it's worthwhile to review. So I think it's great to have that for the entire site. Uh, you know, a place where we have multiple analysts dropping in those kinds of thoughts. So. Uh, yep. the, the, analysts will, the analysts will have access to, to enter information, and the rest of the subscribers will have the ability to view it. Um, and you, then if you have a question on it, you can always come, you know, ping us in chat. Um, Noah, any thoughts on that? Uh, no, I think that that's great, and I think that's something else that you could put in there that would be great. I don't know if this is where you would want to do it, but something that tells, helps people with understanding strategy that is different at different types of sites, you know, whether it's at draft versus MFL, you know, number of roster spots, how that affects your roster construction, uh, PPR versus .5 PPR. I mean, just kind of some general uh, information about how to attack drafts in different formats I think will help a lot if you're building all that content in somewhere. You know what we could do? That's that's a I like that idea. So we're going to be writing mm-hmm. articles on on all sorts of different topics related to best ball. So we could kind of have um, uh, as another page on the Google Sheets the links broken by category. So we could have the roster yep. construction category, the the winning, you know, winning win percentage, you know, whatever the you know we could make eight or ten different categories. And then every time an article is posted on site, you know, you can find it by digging, but you might have to go down a bunch of things. We could have it on a Google Sheet by category, and people could find the articles easier. I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah, you could have, like, one of the the tabs in the sheet says says strategy, and then click on that, and it's got all the different strategy articles for different sites just lined up, and then you can click on it and go right to the site. Love that. Um, All right, so one of the nice things about potting uh, free and behind the paywall is that um, behind the paywall, 
we can talk about things without worrying what people think about us. Um, in other words, one of the ideas I have is there's other great people doing great work in best ball. Yeah. And, you know, we could, you know, like if I'm, uh, I could see a Rotoviz article and I want to discuss it. Hello, I could, Leanna? you know. Huh? Hello? You know, I could, um, you know, so we're going to we're gonna talk about what we find in the greater world of best ball as well. So um, that's one thing we're going to be doing. Um, all right, a couple other things that I'm focused on this off season. One, you know, I want to start with the coordinator changes. I feel like coordinator changes is one of the things that not enough information is out there on. So I'm trying to get a, a pretty famous guest to do that. If he doesn't respond, I'll go after a couple others. But we, I want to definitely start off by doing coordinator changes. I also want to reach out to the different sites and have someone from the site actually come on and talk about their products. Um, got a great suggestion today from Draft Addict who said he's going to join. He's He's one of the top guys in the field. There's not, I mean, he's amazing. And you want to talk about high volume, that dude's insane. He, he's not being oh, yeah. draft yeah. by, uh by accident. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he gave me the idea that we should take uh, review drafts and give thoughts. Um, high stakes drafts with a lot of re- experts from last year. Review the draft, review the strategy. I, I, that's something I haven't heard before. And I think that we'll definitely be doing some of that behind the paywall. Um, Evan Silva mentioned on the feast, uh, this was something I was already on, you know, the whole if running backs don't matter, well, then, you know, if running backs don't matter and play calling and offensive line is 80% of running back production and running back is still the most important position in fantasy, well, we're going to do a lot on offensive lines. I'm going to try and get offensive line experts on the show, discuss the movement and the rookies, and, and you know, as well as the scheme, and really try and gain an edge through offensive lines. Noah, any thoughts on that? No, I think that that's great. That's one of the things that the first step that goes into my model is trying to figure out what these different offensive coordinators are going to do because a whole lot is shifted very quickly. And not only that, position of coaches make a difference as well. You know, there's a new quarterback's coach hired for the Rams today, and I think that that's going to have a profound impact on the way they approach uh, play calling and uh, other aspects of their offense. But they basically hired a guy from PFF to be their uh, quarterback's coach, which I think is going to be interesting going forward. And what types of numbers he uses and what you know how he approaches play calling from a optimization standpoint, I think that that's going to be interesting. Love yeah, that. I saw Love that, that and I thought I thought Go that ahead. was a very very interesting hire. So I'll I'll, yeah. I'll be you know it, and it's it'll not be fun be to see last. how that works. You know when it when it happened yeah. in baseball, and once you know the reason all these old time NFL guys put down numbers guys is because they know what happened, that, that, that they become dinosaurs very quickly. And that's why I say I'm not a numbers mm-hmm. guy, 
but I want to know what numbers guys have to say. I want to glean the key points from what they have discovered and incorporated into my strategy. And we're going to do a lot of that here. Um, we're not going to, you know, and it's funny because the numbers guys sometimes get dogmatic and the non-numbers guys get dogmatic. And really, like most things in life, the optimal is somewhere, something in between. The guys I respect the most in the industry are guys like Drew Dinkmeyer, who is as good a numbers guy as you'll find, but he's also as good at looking at situations and gleaning information and, 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 you know, the kind of mind game of understanding the people and the players. He's as good at that as he is at numbers. So that's my goal here, to, to, to fill in whatever gaps we don't have with other people who happen to be good at them. I wish I was as good as Dink with numbers. I'll never be. I'm pretty good with the other stuff. But I want guys like Noah, who are really good at numbers, I want to know exactly what they think and how to interpret that information. Um, and the last thing that I've been thinking about, and it's kind of, uh, it, it, you know, I, I, Dan, you know that I spend a lot more time than the average expert studying defense. That, that you know, I've written articles on it, and I feel there's an edge there, and I know you agree with that. Absolutely. So one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about, and this is something that Noah could consider too, is I call it the New Orleans Saints phenomenon. So for years, the Saints had one of the best offenses in the league and one of the worst defenses in the league. Well, the, the GM started putting a lot of money and draft capital into the defense, and lo and behold, all of a sudden, that's a much better defense. But what's the correlation between, you know, on a good offense or, or any offense when the defense gets better? We all know that teams, you know, if, if you're up 14 points in the fourth quarter, you're not throwing every play. You know, you're trying to take some clock out. If you're up 21 points, you're, you're definitely not running, you know, throwing much. Um, so as defenses get better, let's keep an eye out on how that might affect the offense. Noah, your thoughts on that? Um, I think that bringing the New Orleans Saints up for that is actually a really interesting point because it, it depends on, I think that more than anything, it depends on the philosophy of the play caller and the, and the head coach. Because, you know, for, for example, Sean Payton, is one of the guys that will take his foot off the gas later than anybody else. So he'll develop a 30-point lead before he thinks about, you know, let's run the ball instead of throwing the ball now. But some other guys, like Jason Garrett, if he's down by two, he's already thinking, okay, how do I ice this thing away and run the ball? So the approach combined with, you know, the quality of the defense, some guys are more apt to rely on the defense. You know, people that are trying to optimize their total points are less likely to do that. So knowing those kinds of things, like if a defense is improving on a team that's already got a conservative bent, then that's where you really want to start to worry. Yeah, I agree with that, Noah. I think that's that's important. And, um, you know, the other other end of it is sometimes you see uh, teams like the Chiefs where they have a, you know, an offense that, that tends to get out in front by a lot and it sort of pulls the defense along with them 
Uh, you know, they're opposite of the Saints there because the mm-hmm. the Chiefs' defense is just not, you know, in and of itself wasn't really that great. But, you know, you give them a huge lead and all of a sudden it changes how offenses are having to attack them and uh, it puts them in positions to succeed. So all of a sudden, the, you know, the yep. Chiefs' defense looks a lot better than it is. And all One of the biggest for things that I look at. Go, yeah. go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. All right. And all this for One 20 bucks a year. Look, I'm sorry, no. You, go ahead, make your that point, then, I'll, the then I'll sum up. All right. One of the things that I go and look at the most for the quality of defenses shifting around is cornerback movement. So when teams get good young corners, that affects the defense more than just about anything else. So keeping an eye for, you know, basically the Rams, the Rams got some corners and they should have been better this year, but Marcus Peters wasn't very good for most of the year. So that didn't quite translate the way that I thought it was going to this season. But if you look at the season prior, the Saints uh, turned their whole defense around by drafting Marshawn Lattimore. The year before that, the Jacksonville Jaguars turned their defense around by drafting Jalen Ramsey. So those guys, seem to have the largest effect on the overall quality of the defense. Getting a cornerback one that can shut down one side of the field and uh, free things up for the rest of the defense makes a big, big difference. So keeping an eye for those movements is a big deal for me. I I agree 100%. I I feel like uh, going all the way back to John Madden's uh, first or second book back in, you know, late 70s, he talked about how him and Al Davis – both agreed that offensive line and cornerback were the two most important parts of a team. Madden thought OL number one and cornerbacks number two, and uh, Al Davis thought cornerbacks one and offensive line two. So uh, we're going to spend a lot of time this year digging, and I love what Noah just put forth. i got to find a way to get him on the pod for different segments. Maybe we can do a segment every week, uh, Noah, where you you break out the latest, the numbers, or something like that, and what you're finding. Yeah, we, we'll have to. Yep, we'll have to take a look and see what makes sense for us. Yep, it's up to you. Um, no pressure, and um, that is, um, you know. So basically, the purpose of this pod was to kind of give everyone a sense of what I'm trying to accomplish with being the lead analyst at TQE, and how the pods, both free and pay, are going to be. Um, One of the things that's kind of cool that we can do with some of the subs and with my friends in the industry is, you know, we could do pop-ins, too. And speaking of that, one of my favorite people in the industry was actually the guy waiting that I thought was Noah, it's uh, Tango t- from t- – uh, t- t- what's your first name again? I always uh, call you Tango. Hey, hey how you doing? You, you, you know, I, I used to listen to you back when you were in diapers. How you doing? You know, it, it's, it's um, your Matthew, Matthew Zazula is my name. Matthew Zazula. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You know, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just putting a fake accent on, man. It's, it, you know what? It's awesome to finally actually connect with Overhype Sleeper. I've done a pod with um, – you know Todd before, and uh, but you know we we've all connected through Twitter, which has been been awesome format, and um, we've always done drafts together. But I don't think we've actually ever, you know, no, I don't really, I don't know if I've ever met Noah, or maybe I've done a draft with him. But it's actually cool to finally, you know, hear a voice 
you know, put a voice to the person with the overhyped sleeper. So I just, um, but I, I go by Tango and Cash on um, uh, and, Twitter. And say, same yep. to you, Matthew. It's it's good to finally hear your voice. We yeah, have man, a lot of drafts uh, together. You, you know, we're all I know passionate you had about. Some, oh, go I ahead, you had Go some, ahead. Yeah, I know you had some personal challenges last last year, Matthew. Glad to hear you're feeling better, and you, it sounds like you're ready to go this year. Didn't did, you said something? Maybe you're going to be doing your own podcast. Yes, um, you know it's been in the works for a while. It's um, you know fantasy football. I've been my buddy got me into it back in 2003. It was a home league, you know, but it was two leagues, and uh, you know it was just always you know I always enjoyed it. But you know in, with the home league, I was in, we're still in it to this day. It's it's one of my you know it's the longest running league I'm in, and I've won it five times. I won it three years in a row, and then and eventually it got me to start looking at the national contest a little bit more. And that's eventually I got into the FFPC. And I know, is your name Dan Overhype? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so I remember, you know, you we were trying to maybe meet out here in Vegas and do a draft. I've actually took the last couple of years off just because, you know, the timing wasn't right. And uh, But I'm really looking at getting back into it this year. Um, I mean, I love the best Great. ball format. That's, my, that's like my favorite go-to. I'm always on Twitter and, you know, posting stuff. It's um, – uh, but I've done some writing before. I did it for Sportable back in the day. You know, I did it with, um, you know, Sal. Sal's been such an, in, you know, integral part for the whole industry. I think he's one of, one of the, the nicest guys, and he's, he's he's always there to help. I don't know if he's been very active on Twitter lately, but um, I know he had some tough – 2018 is, was a really tough year. I um, I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, but you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, man. And it, it's so true when you hear these sort of sayings in life. But overall, man, I'm not here for pity party or sympathy, you know, empathy or sympathy or whatever. I always just That's tell good, people. That's good because we probably weren't going to give it. Yeah. No, fuck, fuck it's Todd. <laughs> Todd, you, you, no, hung I, up, you hung up on me the first time you told me you hung up. I told you you hung up on me. I go, he goes, I get no respect. Hey, I get no respect. But anyways, uh Go ahead. <laughs> no, I uh, no, I'm, I'm glad. I know that you've uh, really taken to a healthy lifestyle, and you got the, this great attitude about it. Um, yeah, and man. I'm I'm really really glad to you know have you back because uh, you know we used to talk all the time. And oh, we did, I, man. Know, it was so fun, and you would always. You remember the year I got into the pros versus Joe's Joe? Oh, dude, I was like you were jumping so, up and down. Dude, I was so ecstatic just because. Wasn't the fact that I, I, you know, I don't know if I was going to win it, but it was just like it was something that you always put your name in the hat, and it was just like that was pretty a cool, cool, cool accomplishment. And I called in and um, Eric Balkman, you know, the high stakes, you know, their podcast, yeah, and sure. I called in and he was, you know, he's like, oh, I got to go to the phone, and um, you know who else was on there was uh, Matt Friedman. So Matt Friedman yep. was hosting the show, and I, and I call him, and he's like, Matt and Friedman goes, yeah, man, he, he, you know, he knew me from you know from Twitter. It's um. It was just funny, man. It's just funny how it, it it's a small circle, the whole community, but it's a big circle. But the ones that that keep it real and keep it honest and 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 do this, you get you get you know you get things shown to you, just like you guys. You know, you guys are honest people. And I'm glad to see you guys succeed in this industry because there's it's it's a tough it's a tough industry. You know, at the end of the day, we still have real jobs. You know, but this is a passion of ours. 
and and you you know that's what makes it wonderful, you know. And if, if people say, "Hey, I'm I'm in it to to make money," well, good luck. Yeah, there's only one Evan Evan Silva. There's only one thing, but it's not bad to try your own podcast. It's not bad to get on and 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 reach out to people. Because if I didn't reach out to Sal four, five, six years ago, and I was mentioning that in high state, he would I would have never got a chance to write for Sportable. I just never, you know. But it, it, it's, nope. it's just awesome to see you guys finally. I, I, you know. I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, what's his name? The guy who has Christopher Walken as his uh, as his avatar. He oh yeah, Carl. yeah. What? Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. Yeah, Fugazi. Right? How you doing? Yeah, Fugazi. He, he he encouraged me. He just said, he said, you know, you're as smart as any of these guys. You should, you know, you should, you know. You should you should try and get on Rotoviz. You should try and you know. And I was like, yeah, why shouldn't I? And then you know, it, I, I've gotten some decent gigs out of it since then. And uh, you know, I, it's important for me not to forget you guys. And not that I feel like I'm better than you in any way, but I oh. mean that's you know that's why I want you you know uh, you know it's like can I come on? Yeah, you can come on. Of course you can come on. Let me just figure out how and when and why, but. You know, if I know you in the industry and you got some great idea, um, I'm all for it. So um, we got to get going. We got only a couple minutes left. Matt, why don't you uh, first tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter, and then I'll follow up uh, and finish up with the boys. Yeah, you know, it's it's just at Tango and Cash FF. I am. Um, I mean, I love best ball. I'm always in. I'm always in the um, draft rooms. Um, obviously, uh, and, with, and in, when you draft with Tango, you know you've been in the draft. Exactly, man. And you know what's so funny is that I had a guy said earlier, he goes, man, he goes, he goes, Lindsey over um, Fournette, and he said um, Cohen over Jacobs. And I go, I go, hey, man, it's all preference. And I said at the same time, I said, I'm, you know, you have your own money to put in. It's my money. I'll live with it. But anyways, uh, it's just cool to have people – interact with on there and but i'm always on there man i'm always on there and i don't care whether you agree with me or not and that's what makes it fun and i like to keep it lighthearted, you know and if and uh that's real five me and uh and i'm definitely gonna have something in the future but um i won't even plug it because this is your plug and it's your show bro and when i launch it out there i'll <laughs> make sure okay. i'll get and try to get you guys on too man you know and we'll all have you fun know, with this whole thing and you you know you got a guest whenever you want one Yep, I appreciate absolutely. it, man. And uh, and you know what? It's just all about uh, just all about networking, man. And and nobody knows more than nobody. You know, at the end of the day, well, we all you know, know we all know make... more than the next guy. I mean, that's the whole point, right? You know, like but, I but, like but, you, but, 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 but I want to be better but, than you. And but it's but, but, no, you... but no, but the idea is what I'm saying is if if you plant your stake on a certain player, go with it, own it, own it. You know what I mean? Own that, own that player. If I go with Cohen in the fourth round, and I, I take him every time in the fourth round, I'm going to own it. If he doesn't do good this year, I'll admit it. Last year was the guy took a lot in the 11th round was Richard Matthews. The guy went MIA. I think he went go hanging out with Chuck Norris in the movies back in the day. He went missing in action. I don't know where the heck he went, but I owned it. And I'll tell people, hey, man, I took Delaney Walker, like, 30% All right. All right. So um, that's uh, that's Matthew Zazula, Tango and Cash. Matt, we'll see you around. Um, Cheers, gentlemen. And, uh, 
And um, all right, so Noah, um, I wanted to follow up and finish up with you. Um, how can people fi- find you on Twitter? It's just my name, Noah Rudell, uh, at, you know, at Noah Rudell on Twitter. And um, it's I like the old helmet, mostly... but with a U instead of an I. Exactly. Yeah, that's that they just get, took my name and then they put an I, they put an I instead of a U, but. R-U-D-D-E-L-L. You put the U in so you could kick field goals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Long-range field goals, that's my specialty. Um, <clears throat> I mostly just use Twitter to communicate with people and have a little bit of fun. Uh, usually, usually use it for football, fantasy football type stuff. But uh, if you if anybody wants to follow me, I'm happy to talk to anybody. If you have questions, just uh, hit me in my DMs, whatever I, you want. One more thing. I thought you said Cody Parkey, but then I got realized he got cut today. So I just I had to throw that in there. It could have been a little joke, but whatever, you know. <laughs> so uh, go Bears, right? So, so uh, um, <laughs> Noah, and any last thoughts on anything we've talked about or any of your work? Um, and then I'll go to Dan, and we'll we'll get out of here. I'd say I'm with you on the Tariq Cohen pick. I mean, the guy had the highest yards per route run as a running back this season. Uh, and I think that that's a, not a bad guy to be taking in the fourth, fifth round by any means. So go right on ahead with that. All right. So Noah's on the Cohen train. Matthew's on the Cohen train. Um, I've taken some Cohen. I'm more Jarek McKinnon than Cohen. And I'm, I guess I'm a little more Kenyon Drake than Cohen, but uh, you could convince me to Cohen instead. Um, th- th- it's just Cohen is co- – what's great about Cohen is he gives you those boom weeks. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I talk a lot about is risk and mixing risk within teams. So, you know, Cohen's a guy I would uh, – you know, if I had a couple guys I could trust every week, you know, to get me points, Cohen's a great third running back. I don't know that I like him as much as a, a guy you're going to count on to be your second back because, you know, I don't know that he's got that consistency because his workload is inconsistent. Would you agree with that, Noah? Yeah, for the most part. I think that it got a little bit more consistent towards the end of the season. But uh, his work as a receiver, so this is one of the things where if you're looking at different sites and different formats, a full-point PPR type league is much better for Tariq Cohen than um, a half-point PPR uh, draft, for example. So uh, his his reception work is pretty much locked in. And uh, he, as, like, like I said, he led all running backs in yards per route run. So any kind of uh, quantity of routes run is a uh, is just going to boost his uh, outlook for the season. So Awesome. All right, so you, you know Noah, very excited to uh, have met you, and uh, thanks for coming on. And we will definitely no hear a lot more from you during the season. That's Noah Rudell, everyone. Uh, you know he is a great counterbalance to Dan and myself because you can just tell he's a deep, thought-out numbers guy. And and gosh, I'm glad that he's part of the team, Dan. Um, You've been very patient, and um, i, I got to give you a little run here. Uh, any final thoughts? 
No, not much. I'm just really uh, enjoying uh, getting. You know, I've I've, I've been drafting uh, for about two weeks here. Uh, I, I held off on the first initial run because I wanted to I did get, get a few things right in my mind, and you know, as far as what I felt about player values and so forth like that. And uh, I really love early season drafting because ADP is really kind of the wild west. Um, you know, it, it, it is whatever you think it is for a couple weeks. Uh, we're starting to settle in a little bit, but um, also team construction is just, uh, I, have a, I have a lot of fun with uh, what I'm doing with my team constructions right now. Uh, this is a time where I do a lot of experimenting to, to see what I think might work and so forth like that, because we've got to solve, you know, the, the, the 2019 NFL, um, you know, a lot of a lot of what you see out there is trying to go back and uh, resolve the 2018 uh, NFL, and that's not going to get you very far in 2019. You've got to figure out what the new puzzle looks like and how the pieces best fit together. So that's that's kind of what I'm working on right now, and just drafting some best ball teams to see how it all uh, fits together for me. Well, I just took Kareem Hunt in the tenth round of an FFPC. So um, as a fourth running back, so uh, I, you know, I, I I don't have any hunt so far because he's going too early. But tenth round, boy. Um, so this is this is what you can expect, folks. Uh, overhyped sleeper with uh, no e at the end. Uh, that's how you can find Dan on Twitter. Dan's going to be doing some articles. He's going to be a frequent contributor to the pod. Uh, lastly, uh, I hope everyone will come along for the journey. We made the price of this 20 bucks, um, and hopefully this podcast has helped you to see that we're going to throw things at you from a lot of angles, give you a lot of value for your money, and uh, that's going to pretty much do it for the Run to Daylight podcast. Uh, I want to thank my guests, Matthew Zazula, uh, Noah Rudell, and, of course, Dan Williamson, uh, and I'm Todd. Todd from PA, 1D. We'll have plenty of jokes about that, I'm sure, along the way. To everyone who supported the Run to Daylight podcast, you know you know how much you all mean to me. And I, uh, I'm really excited for the next uh, step and uh, really going to try and help you guys and myself crush. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Run to Daylight podcast. I want to thank you all again. You can sign up at TQE, go into TQE, and then click on Join Now, and then you can click on either Monthly, which is $29.99, and then I think you get $10 off with the code, or $5 off, or the whole best ball package, $29.98, but you'll get it for $19.98 with the code BESTBALL. So you go in, you do that, you click it, and you put in the code and 20 bucks and you're done. Uh, let me know when you've done it, and uh, you come on Twitter, let me know. I'll make sure to follow you if, uh, if I haven't been already. And uh, welcome aboard to those who are joining us. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you very much. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, guys. Hey, no problem. All right. Thanks, Todd.